you are Locked On Mizzou, your daily podcast on the Missouri Tigers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hail hey, you true sons and daughters. I'm John Miller, your Mizzou mafioso and central scrutinizer of Missouri Tigers football and basketball. And you know what? If you are a fan of both Missouri Tigers football and basketball, well, you probably enjoyed that double header from a little more than a week ago, at least in theory, right? The Georgia game, not such a great result. But if you like that football, basketball double header, well, we've got another one coming for you very soon on December 30th, because on the day when Missouri, the basketball team was originally and still scheduled It's SEC opener at 8 p.m. against Tennessee. Well, just before then, at 3 p.m., your Tiger football team will be taking on the Iowa Hawkeyes in the Music City Bowl down in Nashville. And we've already got one prominent Missouri player who has opted in to the bowl game, another who has opted out, and another Missouri Tiger who has, well, some rather passionate thoughts that he posted on Twitter regarding all these opt-outs, and we'll certainly get to all of that. But first of all, you might be wondering, why the Music City Bowl? Because, well, yesterday on this program, I reported the scuttlebutt around the Mizzou beat, which is that it was very widely expected that Missouri was going to be playing in Florida, in either the Citrus, the Outback, the Gator, one of those three bowls. And the deal is, well, I think that made all the logical sense in the world based on the pecking order of where Missouri was going to land. I think what people didn't factor in is that Missouri might actually want to play closer to home for various reasons. And you know what? Eli Drinkwitz actually touched on this with the media just yesterday. And let's hear what Eli had to say about why Missouri might have seemingly chosen a bowl that's lower down the totem pole than you might have expected. You know, another positive for us in this is our guys are going to get a chance to go be home with their families for the holidays, uh, come back, play a game, and they're going to get to be home with them again for New Year's. So this game fit perfectly in uh, the window and opportunity that we wanted for us uh, as a team uh, in order to maximize the opportunity to play, but also give our guys an opportunity to uh, be at home and see uh, their families. You know, obviously playing a bowl game is really important to Eli Drinkwitz personally, but I'm glad he's putting his players, their own feelings, their own, definitely there's some guys on this team who are homesick right now. In particular, I think those of those Missouri fans who follow a lot of these guys on social media, I think they've noticed Ennis Rakestraw in particular, a true freshman, again, a guy who's from Duncanville, Texas. He's a long way from home right now. He's put out some somewhat, I don't know, cryptic, maybe odd is the right choice of words, messages out on social media that's drawn a bit of uh, questions that, gosh, is he thinking about transferring or is he just homesick? What's going on here? Well, the reality is is whatever's going on in, in Mr. Rakestraw's head, you can certainly understand if he and all these guys were a little bit homesick, maybe getting a little bit burnt out on this particular, not only the season, but just this semester of college. Not exactly the most fun you could be having. Not exactly your typical season. So if a part of them is ready for all of this to be over, I can't blame them. That's basic human psychology. Even if that's just creeping in 
at a subconscious level. So frankly, I'm glad that Eli and Jim Sterk, the whole athletic department, while yes, a January 1st bowl game in Florida, certainly on paper, is a lot more appealing than December 30th in the afternoon in Nashville. I get that. Listen, I love Nashville. Nashville's a beautiful place. It's a fun place. Is December 30th where I would where I would absolutely ideally like to be in Nashville? Well, probably not. But at the same time, in the long run, I, I just the the fans who are somewhat upset by this decision, I think you need to back up a little bit because really, even though yes, Northwestern, for instance, they're they've had a better season than Iowa, no doubt about it. But in the big picture of things, is the Outback Bowl against Northwestern or the Music City Bowl against Iowa? Just listen to those two statements that I just made. Is either one of those results going to be hugely different to the point where Missouri fans need to be getting really bothered by the fact that Missouri supposedly turned down a quote-unquote superior bowl. Well, according to Eli and his team, apparently they think the Music City Bowl is superior. I've frankly been wanting to go to the Music City Bowl for a while now because I enjoy Nashville. Again, I just wish it were a different year than 2020, but like everything this year, we'll make the best of it. And By the way, while we're at it, speaking of this bowl game and bowl games in general, Eli Drinkwitz laid out his goals for the Missouri program the first day he was hired in his introductory press conference. And, well, now is as good a time as any to revisit those goals. Let's hear from the man himself. You know, our goal is to win the SEC East and a bowl game with class integrity and academic excellence. We obviously fell short of the SEC goal, um, but we still want to win a bowl game. and We've demonstrated uh, class. Um, with our off-the-field uh, actions, the way we, pre- uh, as a team, represented ourselves, uh, the way we've been committed to our community, we've acted with integrity uh, throughout the season, with the way we've conducted ourselves uh, in recruiting, uh, the way we've induct- conducted ourselves in the classroom, uh, the way we've conducted ourselves on the field, and then, you know, academic excellence. We're, we're finishing up a semester, and we feel very strongly about how we're going to finish in that semester, and so we've done three of the four. Now let's finish up and finish a bowl game. And that was my message to our team. So we still got a stated goal out there that we can accomplish, and that's what we're shooting to do. So really, I thought that was a pretty good summation of this season, quite honestly. Yes, there's been some some ups, some downs, some disappointments, but overall, especially the last maybe couple games of this season, certainly this team seems to be running on fumes at this point. But again, just like Eli said there, I just don't know how you can't be proud of this football team overall. This is a, a really nice start to the Drinkwitz era, and I think this ends up being a really good era of Mizzou football. We'll look back at this particular group with a lot of pride because, frankly, they showed a lot of pride in this program, their teammates, and themselves. And I got a couple more young men that I'm very proud of that I want to talk about after this, including Larry Roundtree and Martez Manuel, but first a word from my friends at Coors Light. Because I love football on TV, Larry Roundtree, and the Haley Twins. Pause for dramatic effect. No? Nobody remembers that Coors Light ad? 
well, then you did not go to college in the early mid-2000s, my friend. Come on, the and twins ad? Don't act like you're not impressed. But seriously, I guess Molson wants me to get to the copy here. Do you ever feel like you're always on? What do you do when you need a moment to chill? How do you hit the reset button to get ready for what's next? Where Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you need to hit the reset button, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door at get.coorslight.com. That's get.coorslight.com. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. And also a quick word from my friends at betonline.ag. And I tell you, I'm really ready for the college bowl season. I'm already starting to think the underdogs are looking tasty. Because frankly, who can really predict during this bowl season, who's truly going to be motivated. Well, here's the thing. There is only one place that has you covered during bowl season and only one place that we trust here on the Locked On Network to handle all your betting needs, and that's betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use the promo code Locked On for your 50% welcome bonus. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. And again, don't forget to use that promo code locked on to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. And betting on the bowl season doesn't have to be a guessing game. If you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert, Lee Sterling, get picks and quick hitting advice to make the smartest possible wagers. Subscribe to Locked On Bets, brought to you by betonline.ag, wherever you get your podcasts. Now, while the Music City Bowl, again, on the schedule, December 30th at 3 p.m., I don't think we should count our chickens before they've hatched just yet, to be honest with you, because while obviously, as these players, they're going to go home for Christmas, who knows who they're going to come in contact with? Who knows how these COVID testings are going to are going to turn out? Contact tracing, all that good stuff. You guys know how 2020 works at this point. My only point in bringing it up is Missouri, obviously, very thin in terms of depth, right on the precipice of being able to play regardless. So just something to keep in mind there. And also, well... We'll see how many players actually opt out of this game. So far, though, we only really have two answers. One is that Larry Roundtree is definitely going to play in this football game. And if, it, if there was anybody that I would have understood almost, if I had to pick one guy on the roster that I would have said, you know what, Larry, you've earned a day off, it might have been Larry Roundtree, right? Because this kid... The ultimate example of a workhorse, bell cow running back. What a tough guy. What a man of integrity he is. And you know what, actually? Let's hear what Eli Drinkwitz had to say about Larry Roundtree in just one season with the young man. He's one of the first guys that really welcomed me in as the head coach. And, um, you know, was voted a captain. We meet once a week. He's always got a smile on his face. He's always asking how I'm doing. He always pats me on the back. He always gives me a hug. Um, he's a tremendous joy to be around. He's got tremendous work ethic, and no matter what he chooses to do in life, he's going to be successful because of 
uh, the character and determination and grit that he's shown. Um, and uh, I'm just, I, I'm extremely proud of him. So while Larry Roundtree is in, and that's certainly good news, if you're backing Missouri and possibly looking to take the plus 14 that Missouri is currently an underdog in this football game, well, that's a good sign that Larry is now is in this game, certainly not only for his play on the football field, but clearly an emotional leader in that locker room as well. But unfortunately, the other guy we know about is left tackle, or I'm sorry, he's a right tackle, isn't he? Excuse me, right tackle, Larry Borum. Well, he is not going to play in this football game. He is going to go to the NFL, and actually, let's hear what Eli had to say about Larry Borum really quickly. Yeah, uh, Larry and I met this morning, and uh, you know everybody's got a, a journey and a, and a path they want to be on, and we, we encourage everybody to chase two dreams, a life with football and a life outside of football, and Larry's an incredibly talented young man, and uh, in his mind, it was the right opportunity and the right time for him to pursue his dream of, of being an NFL player. And we wish him all the best and all the success, and we're going to support him in every way we can. And um, he's choosing to do that now. Uh, he's already headed back to, to home and is going to start training at home, so he will not participate in the bowl game. Um, but uh, we're, we're so excited to watch his future and watch him go out uh, and, and get his opportunity to play in the NFL. And uh, we're excited to welcome him back whenever. Once a Tiger, always a Tiger. And we know he'll he'll be back uh, when he can. So certainly didn't sound like there are any hard feelings there between Eli Drinkwitz and Larry Borum. And I, I'm right there with him. Again, another guy who's who's been a tremendous player for Missouri this season. And honestly, when I first saw that 14-point spread, I thought – my goodness, that is a tremendous amount of points to give anybody in a bowl game. Has Iowa been that dominant to really be deserve to be fourteen point favorites over anyone in a in a bowl game of a somewhat similar opponent caliber? You would think, in theory. Well, you know what? If Larry Borum's not playing, which he isn't, that gives me a lot of pause. We we've seen in this season that when Larry Borum misses time this Missouri offensive line is a completely different unit. That is, in fact, the strength of this team. You can tell they run off tackle to the right behind him consistently for some of the best yardage that they've gotten all season. So Larry Borum clearly, clearly going to be missed in this football game. Something, again, a team that is lacking depth, well, that's one of their absolute best players. He may, be, he may in fact, be their best offensive player and now Missouri doesn't have him for this football game. Again, you deserve it, Larry. Hope, hopefully everything goes great for you in the next level, but you'll certainly be missed next week. And speaking of guys who are missed, certainly there are other players who have opted out of this season at different points during the season, and some of those opt-outs have really affected the Tigers. And you know how you can tell? Well, Martez Manuel, Missouri safety, former Rockbridge Bruin, he had some really strong words about some of these opt-outs. And I want to get to his remarks after this break. But first, a quick word from my friends at Built Go. But of course, life isn't all about chill mode. No, you got sometimes you need the energy. Sometimes you got to get stuff actually accomplished. And there's no better way to get some energy than with Built Go. 
Built Go is a solution to breaking through your wall. What is your wall? Is it having to put out five podcasts a week? Is it getting to the gym? Is it impressing that personal trainer of yours finally after all these years? Man, don't you just hate that guy? Come on, let's show him who's boss with some Built Go. And when you visit BuildGo.com, be sure to use the promo code LOCKED for 20% off your next order. Again, that's promo code LOCKED for 20% off at BuildGo.com. BuildGo, let's go. Every Tuesday at Locked On NFL, Luke Braun and Ross Jackson break down the Monday Night Football action and top fantasy storylines around the league with Tuesday Fantasy Forum. Luke and Ross are joined every Tuesday by a locked-on fantasy expert to help you save your lineup with waiver wire pickups, must-starts, and more. Subscribe to Locked On NFL wherever you get your podcasts. You know, earlier in this season, just a couple weeks ago, in fact, I talked about some of the guys who had opted out late in the season. In particular, Cornerback Adam Sparks, who is a senior, decided to opt out before the Arkansas game, decided not to go through senior day. And then Trey Williams, who opted out after the Arkansas game, after going through the whole senior day thing. Well, I, I my main message to those guys was nothing personal. It was just, you know, because I don't know their personal circumstances. I don't know these guys at all, quite honestly. But I, what I wanted to make clear that is that if they thought that they weren't important to the team, if they thought that they weren't necessarily, if they thought that they weren't a necessary part of the team, especially in Adam Sparks' case, who had who had been passed over by some younger players in recent years, well, I wanted him to know that that was, in fact, not the case. And clearly, if you watch that Mississippi State game, Adam Sparks was needed. But also, you know... I also wondered, was I being too harsh in that segment? Should I have just kept my mouth shut completely? I'm not in that locker room. Again, I don't know these guys. Well, there is somebody who's in that locker room who had some thoughts about opt-outs as well. And Martez Manuel went, went on social media on his, on his Twitter page and gave out a, a somewhat lengthy statement. And I'm just going to read it here for you. It's not that long. It's, it's pretty quick, actually. I don't know why I called it lengthy. So here we go. Here's Martez Manuel. I'm quoting here. I've given my all to this season. Countless hours. Sitting in the film room. Extra drills after practice. All for my brothers. I made a conscious effort to never make this season about me. Always for my brother next to me who is sweating and bleeding just like me, which always made it worth it. Now here we are in bowl season, and I look to my left, and I look to my right, while on the field, and the faces seem to change every week. I love all my brothers who give their all for this team. I've also seen a lot of a lot choose to walk away when things got tough, which hurts. I've never agreed with this whole opt-out rule because you are leaving your brothers high and dry. I truly miss and cherish the days where when things didn't go your way, that was only motivation to work harder. Maybe that's just the way I was raised. I truly respect and love my brothers who are still here fighting the good fight. It will all pay off. I know it. These are some things that have been eating me up. And certainly that's a very raw 
an honest moment there from Martez Manuel. And as a fan, you know what? I absolutely love hearing that. And here's the deal. I'm not here to criticize anybody who's not there. Similar to what Eli Drinkwitz said earlier in this season, you know, this culture's not for everybody. Eli isn't for everybody. And that doesn't make you wrong. But what I like to see is the guys who are here, the guys like Martez Manuel, guys like Sean Robinson, guys who clearly have bought into the culture and do want to be here. Well, they're very, there's a lot of real strong belief here. And I tell you, Martez Manuel, we're, we're going to need some senior leadership next year. We're going to need some leadership from guys because we're losing a bunch of seniors on that defense. We're losing Nick Bolton, Josh Bledsoe, Tyree Gillespie. I tell you, Martez Manuel sounds like to me his voice is going to carry a lot of weight in that locker room moving forward for this Tiger football team because that is the kind of attitude that you need from men in that locker room. I promise you. That's impressive stuff from Martez. And again, I, I don't want to focus on trying to criticize anybody who may have chosen to, to leave because, again, I don't have the information. I've never walked in your shoes. It's not on me to judge you. But what I will say, just again, the guys who have stuck around, the guys like Sean Robinson and Martez Manuel have shown true leadership. Well, that's a really important thing on a football team and a good sign for this Missouri football program going forward, in my opinion. So with all that being said, Tiger basketball is back in action Tuesday night, 6 p.m. So the next episode of the show will probably will either be either that night or early the next day, a recap of Mizzou Bradley, hopefully another Tiger victory as we hopefully look to remain undefeated. So until then, I'm John Miller, and this has been Locked on Mizzou.